0: Welcome back to the Brotherhood in Business podcast, helping first responders answer the call to entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Pat.
1: I'm Cody. And I'm Andy. And
0: today we're going to be doing something a little bit different. What we're going to do is flip up the script just a little bit. We're going to give you guys, basically, we're going to do a series. Let's just Call it what it is. So we're going to do a series. It'll be the Fast Five.
1: That sounds good it. enough. The yeah. Fast Five. Sounds good.
0: So the Fast Five is basically what we're going to cover is a bunch of questions that you should ask yourself before you even get into business. Because a big question that we get as uh, people who are already in business and have established ourselves is where do I start and what do I have to do?
2: Yeah, what were the first things you, you did? Uh, How do I get to be you start like you? business, yeah. So we actually found a book recently on Amazon. It's like 20 bucks. It's been really, really good. Uh, we actually, it's got 20 questions in it, um, that you can ask yourself. We're going to kind of go off those questions because we did all of these things without, before we even found this book. So the book is called how to set up your business for under a thousand dollars by Dan Fleischman and Brandon Hampton. You can find it on Amazon. Um, it's a very small book. I mean, it's not a 400 page read uh it's really easy so that's where we got our questions from that we're going to cover right now so the first question is why am i starting a business what's your goal where why do you want to start the business and how like whether it's to start a business and sell it down the road or you just see a niche a hole in the knit or a hole in the market for a niche product or maybe it's something that everybody does you know selling mugs customized mugs or christmas ornaments or anything you want to maybe you want to make your own schedule work from home uh but yeah that's it's, that's
0: really before you get into it you really need to know why you're doing it right so why why do i want to start a business does it sound cool is it flashy i see people on instagram all the time who are driving lambos and i'm like oh man what does he do oh he's an entrepreneur oh cool um, so, he leased that Lambo, by the yeah, way. <laughs> almost a guarantee that if you're on if you're on Instagram, flashing your stuff around, that probably don't get suckered into um, the flashiness of entrepreneurship because it is hard work.
2: Yeah, it's you're constantly thinking about it,
0: and you need so. you just need to be ready. You just need to be ready to commit that time. And I actually think that that's one of our next questions. I'm jumping ahead just a little bit. Of
1: course. But. So with that, what, uh, what kind of business do I want? So to tie into why am I starting a business? Probably the, the the whole jump off point for you is something that you're probably interested in, whatever that is, whether it's, you know, landscaping or of like, I like to eat food and I want to create my own restaurant. Right. So, um, you know, that type of thing. So to me, I feel like you're going to get involved in a business that is something that interests you and go from there. I
0: think that's, passion Passion is a big drive, right? Like we are passionate yeah. about our jobs um, and we wanted to come up with a product that was better for people to use. It was better for the training aspect, it was better on the fire ground, everything about it like just made you a better firefighter because it was something that we did. Well, and that's,
2: that's exactly why we wanted to start a business. We, we saw that there was a hole in the market for training and lens protection and to be able to get both of those out of one product was our drive to start a business. And nobody offered both of those. You could get, you know, the, you could use press and seal. You could buy the aftermarket stickers that they make that go on your lens that, that smoke it out. But it doesn't offer any lens protection.
1: Or you could get a mask bag, but you can't train with a mask bag over your mask on your face. That just doesn't <laughs> you, work. Well, you could We, could, we, could, we could put a garbage <laughs> bag
0: over your face, but uh, at least you've got some sort of, of air. Um, so that that's helpful. Uh, yeah. So the third question I think that you should ask yourself is uh, who is my ideal customer? Um, you need to know what your target market's going to be. So if I go into business and I'm thinking that I want to. Let's just just an example. I, I want to mow grass. Like I'm going to do landscaping, like basic landscaping, mowing, trimming, hedging. My target market probably isn't going to be somebody who doesn't have grass.
1: Like a, <laughs> yeah. a zero-scape that yard. That right? doesn't work.
0: If I'm selling medical products or medical procedures and I want to open up my own practice, I'm probably going to target it you know if i'm doing botox and oxygen therapy it's probably going to be a younger market right like it's not going to be more than likely it's not well, going to be the 75 year old who is you know in a nursing home like that's not your target market
2: and your people so to move further into your target on on botox and oxygen therapy if you were to do that um they're probably people that have expendable income yeah they're pro- or or their parents haven't spent expendable income (laughs) right let's get real that's like yeah that that's totally an option so they're entrepreneurs you're you're narrowing (laughs) you're narrowing down your the people that you're going to target Right. Uh,
0: versus something that like, okay, I'm going to make like the next latest and greatest sponge. I and, think I was watching Shark Tank and they came up with the Scrub Daddy and Scrub. Oh, and like, yeah, I saw that sponge? one. Yeah. You get them at Walmart. Everybody needs a sponge. Like everybody does dishes. Almost everybody. Except right. for those people with disposable income. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Someone else does their dishes.
2: But they're still doing dishes. They're they, paying someone. They still need a sponge. dishes.
0: So, uh, yeah. So know your, know your ideal customer. Who's it going to be? Um, And what's it going to take to get into the market with that ideal customer?
2: All right. Fourth question. What products or services will my business provide? So that kind of goes into probably the materials that you need to carry out your business. If you're going to mow lawn, you probably need a lawnmower and a trimmer and a trailer or a truck to tow it all around and and unload it and mow lawns and do your thing. Uh, Do you need a storefront? Do you need... Um, if you're going to do Botox and oxygen therapy, you probably need a chair for someone to sit in to do Botox and you need supplies and needles and a medical, or, you know, you got to get your business license and get that registered. Like, and I think what- if
0: you're going to open up like a, like a, sh- a storefront, what kind of storefront are you opening up? Like, is this a Walmart where you sell, well, we sell a little bit of everything or are you a bike shop? Cause you really like mountain biking. So you're going to open a mountain bike shop what products are you gonna sell? You're probably not gonna sell golf clubs, right? I mean, yeah. I mean you might if you wanted to go like the <laughs> the sporting goods store like a dick's or a, a Shields, then you know, what is it that you're trying to to lock down? Because it's really hard to get into the market right now, just in general, if you don't have like a, a focus or a direction. If you're going for yeah. like the I'm gonna throw spaghetti at the wall and see which noodles stick and then those are the ones that I'm gonna sell. It's really hard to do. You have to purchase inventory, you have to buy all of the goods. It's, it's the same with services. I'm gonna open a medical spa. Well, what procedures do you plan on doing? What do you plan on offering? Do you plan on doing like breast reduction surgery and Botox? Cause those are two like vastly different, you know what I mean? The scale of supplies what you're trying to are, do yeah. and what you need to start those businesses um, are largely focused on that.
1: Well, and what happens when you are throwing the spaghetti at the wall to see what sticks, what happens to all the stuff that doesn't stick. So, uh, as we're talking about buying materials or whatever, what are you going to do with the stuff that, Oh, we bought 5,000 coffee mugs because we were going to sell all of them. And that didn't happen. What that's, a that's a lot of resources, material stuff that you, you haven't been able to sell to turn a profit on to reinvest in your business to continue on to the next thing.
2: Right. Or so, so you have, look at all the fulfilled by Amazon stuff. Like people are making stuff at home, shipping it or or maybe they're not even touching it at Sometimes home. Sometimes they don't even they're touch it. They're outsourcing it and shipping it straight to Amazon. They can work from anywhere in the world. Your overhead's going to be super low. You never have to touch the product.
0: That's literally a business model and we're actually seeing that more and more that that's becoming a popular business model because there's so little work involved. You're you're a drop shipper at that point. You order in bulk from Alibaba and yeah. you buy these little trinkety things and then you sell them somewhere else. You sell, you coordinate you sell them using some other channel. to
2: drop ship it to an Amazon fulfillment center and there's automatic you know they notify you when you get low on inventory and then you just reorder more and it shows up there you never even touch it you don't have to store it they store it for you you do everything from behind a computer from anywhere in the world so at that is what products and services or you need for that you need internet or cell phone service yeah like
0: but then you need to figure out you know how you're going to you know, where you're going to push that product. So right. you can go into Alibaba and you can look for dog collars or you can look for brooms, right? Are are they kind of synergistic? Maybe. I don't know if you're walking <laughs> your broom, Solid. hitting yeah. your dog or I don't know. <clears throat> Excuse me. So uh, I think, I think you do need to still have a direction. Like, are you doing, are you doing pet supplies? Do you want to open a pet store or are sure. you doing cleaning supplies? So I think you still need to have like a little bit of a direction, um, but yes, you're absolutely right. The overhead that it would take your business is, It's like nothing
1: And the last question that we have for today is am I prepared to spend the time and money needed to get my business started? Huge Huge question and I just like the last one it, They taught everything that we're talking about today ties into one another, right? So You know, there's businesses where you could have extremely low overhead like we just talked about I need internet and a computer and a cell phone and that's it yeah, or uh, as we were talking about landscaping stuff, you know, mowing lawns. Okay. I need, I need to get a lawnmower. I need to get this, that a trailer truck. And you know, you, you, we're talking two completely different businesses where maybe your startup cost is zero because you already have all of those things or, you know, a couple hundred bucks tops, or you're going full out spending 5,000, 10,000, a hundred thousand bucks where, where i don't have $100,000 hanging out in my pocket, it would be awesome because I wouldn't need that sponge to do my dishes. But. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. But, you know, so, you know, that's the money aspect. What about time? Let's talk about time for a second. The three of us that are sitting here, we are all full-time career firemen, Mm -hmm. you know, so we're already spending a a third of our life uh, grinding away at a different job already. Oh, where are you what what is your plan? Do you want to work full-time somewhere and do something else as a side project until it becomes beneficial to make it your full-time thing or are you at a point in your career whatever you're doing where you say I'm, I'm done with this I'm done I'm done working for the man right and I, <laughs> I want to go to work for myself and you 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 just go for it Maybe it's just mentally worth it to get away from your nine to five job
2: or the fire department or temporarily the, or anywhere time. Like, you know yeah. yeah like mentally you're just burnout and you're like oh i i don't care if i make less money i'll make it work but i'm going to be in a better headspace because i don't have to deal with anybody telling me what to do you shouldn't dread having to go to work every day that's
0: exactly it i think this yeah. question w- we we Man, the other four questions are really good, but I think they kind of speak for themselves. I think if you if you have an idea, um, you've got that idea in your head, and you're like, okay, this is the business I want. This is who I'm going to sell it to. Like that's that pretty much comes off the top, right? What I think a lot of people, if you listen to our last podcast, we discussed like what it takes emotionally to get into that mental headspace of being a business owner, because I think that's huge, guys. Um, am I prepared? to spend the time and the money am i prepared to make that commitment because we started we'll just get into ba shields because it's what we know and it's what we do we started the business not expecting to get to where we were today we were not
2: oh, 100%. prepared
0: We've- to spend the time and money well money is a different story but we were not prepared to spend the time that it's actually taking our business to run and i think andy can attest to that as like our production guy like I bet when he, we brought him on, he probably didn't think that he was going to be spending you know as much time twenty plus hours a week um, helping us manufacture product because that's just the scale of what we ended up doing.
1: And part of that has been awesome to watch our company grow in the last couple of years from just what we're saying the the part time almost a hobby in a sense where like, yeah yeah cool like let's just go make some shields for a little bit to holy cow, we need to scale (laughs) up and how do we accomplish all of these things? And you know, you're so to, to the main point, time, how much time are you investing? Is it going to be an hour a day? Or are we talking six hours a day, eight hours a day and and you make it what you want? It
0: depends on your business model, right? If you're doing, if you're doing landscaping, that's not something you can do for two hours here and there. That's something that might require more attention, you know, it's to make more money. Yeah, if you, you can do little jobs here and there, but people aren't going to pay you very much because it's going to take you three weeks to get a grass mode like it. Right. One, that doesn't wrong. work. What do you no. what are you out there with scissors? <laughs> <laughs> right. So, I mean, you do need to, to think about your business directly correlates to how much time and money are you willing to spend? As Andy alluded, there are definitely businesses that are overhead heavy. Right. We started 100%. B.A. Shields. Um, again, going back to our last episode, just a little bit is we started the cheapest way possible. We started in your garage cutting them by hand. Now we could have gone right, Cody, the injection molding route. Yeah. What would it take to do that? Like we're talking significant differences in investment. Well,
2: we we're big on keeping things in the United States. And so injection molding in China is probably about, uh, half the cost of doing it in the United States, but the quality is questionable. And, it takes it, forever to get it, here. It takes well, forever or it's never. Stuck it's stuck, a stuck on a boat. Things still. that are made <laughs> in the United States don't get stuck on boats. Uh, so we, to do it in the United States, one injection mold for one of our models, because they're not interchangeable. So if we wanted to do the Scott, 3M Scott Vision C5, it's 30 grand for a mold, one mold. And we don't have any product yet. But then you take the cost, you know, like what it costs to, 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 make a shield and you figure out how many shields you need to sell to recoup the cost of that mold and the initial product run that you do and say it's 500 or 8000 shields I don't know but then that kicks us into gear like I said last time if you buy a $40,000 machine you're going to make that machine make you money you, yeah, have, no to what, you have to figure out how to do yeah. that that doesn't go to waste you you figure out how to make it but and then so, that
0: correlates to your time. Like if you need that $40,000 machine to make you money and now you're working as a firefighter or you're working as a medic or you're working as a, a cop somewhere, right? how much time can you take away from your family and how much time are you willing to take away from just your shift? So are right. you able to actually balance both of those? Like we're fortunate, right? We work 48, 96. Um, so we have, we have our four days off now ignore overtime and ignore mandos ignore ignore all that stuff like just pretend that we had like a full calendar year of uh, actual 4 days you know we we all have families and i'm sure you guys listening to also have families there's family.
1: and you like to do stuff yeah, we all like to do stuff yeah, we
0: we have our personal lives and and you don't want to be you know devoted 48 hours to the job and then come off that 48 hours and say I'm going to spend the next four days doing blah, 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 whatever your, whatever your side hustle is or whatever your, your business is. So are you willing to actually do that? Because more often than not to be successful, you got to put the time, you got to put the
2: time in, you got to grind. Yeah. And the other thing that we're figuring out more and more lately is there are things that you can spend money on that will greatly reduce, reduce your time. Um, You know just making things more streamlined we found that we've yeah right so if you spend a little bit extra money to have someone market for you or to make your workflow easier we you know like to streamline everything make all your your shipping program talk with your you know your website so that when someone purchases something it goes in right into the ship station and and creates a label and everything like
1: you got to spend, spend money to you time. You got to spend money to make money. And I, feel like I know. there are recurring
0: themes. Yeah. This right, is our right. Third episode, and there are recurring themes in business, but, right? Spend money yeah, to make money, yeah. little bites at a time. Um, don't expect a get rich quick program. And you got to put in the work. You got to yeah. put in the work.
2: But there's places where you can spend money to save time also. 100%. Yes. And it's totally worth it. Yes. That's you know, it. You'll find them along the way. Um, and it depends on what, what that is in your business. Absolutely.
0: Well, thank you guys for tuning in. That was our fast five. Uh, again, Brotherhood in Business, give us a share. Give us a like. Uh, send this to friends or people that you know in the first responder community that maybe are struggling with this or, hey, they got an idea, but they just don't know how to take that next leap. That's what we're here for. Catch us on our next episode. And as always,
1: stay safe.